Good evening, everybody. As Mike with Mike tells it like it is. We've got here tonight uh, my sidekick, uh, um, Scott. Scott? Yeah. Hey. Thank you. You're welcome. And Ron? Uh, good evening again, everybody. And tonight we're going to talk about prophecies. Okay. And what is going to happen? So we're going to let Ron kick it off. Ron? Well, uh, what's going to happen is um, the main prophecies are these. Uh, of course, there's the Messianic prophecies, which are the most important of them. Um, I have about 30 or 30 plus in front of me here. Uh, of course, we're not going to cover all of those uh, this evening. I don't think so. But um, I, I believe, uh, according to prophecy, we're living in the last days. And um, we'll discuss some of those things um, tonight, if that's okay with you, Mike. Of course it is. Of course it is. Go right ahead. What are our last days, Ron? Well, there are places in the Bible like, uh, let's see, uh, in, um, let me think of it, uh, Paul's letters to Timothy, um, I think in his first letter to Timothy, about the third chapter, um, Paul was telling uh, Timothy what it would be like in the last days, it would be like in the days of Noah, and uh, uh, there were some um, uh, terrible things uh, that are even going on today, that uh, more so than ever before, um, about, uh, let's see, um, how can I put it, uh, about, for instance, uh, people would be without natural affection, and more and more you see in the news nowadays that uh, uh, children killing their parents, parents killing their children, and um, all these other things in Husbands killing their wives, and maybe even some wives killing their husbands. Mm. It's just the natural affection uh, thing uh, stands out more to me than um, than anything else. There. Uh, how about you? Um, how about you, Scott? What do you think of uh, all of that? Well, I think it's amazing how you know the times we live in. You know, it, it's biblical. There's so many things that are happening right now that correlate with what's going. You know with what's in Revelation, and how John, you know, he got those visions, um, he was translated by the Spirit, you know, into the third heaven, or whatever exactly happened, we don't know exactly, but we know what is written in the in the book of Revelation, and, you know, the whole book is about, you know, the Revelation, and it's amazing how there's so many things that are in that book that are going, you know, that are happening today, that are unfolding before us that we can look in the Bible and go, wow, that, that's, you know, right here, you know? And it's, the times we live in are just phenomenal. Exactly. Ron? Yes? Would you say that the days are closer to the end right now than they were five years ago? happening, you know, like um, um, all kinds of storms and fires and uh, 
doesn't seem to be happening nowadays. Uh, more hurricanes, uh, more tornadoes, uh, more earthquakes. Wow, the earthquakes are phenomenal nowadays. I mean, it's popping up everywhere. Um, uh, I'm just going to ask uh, Scott what he thinks of that, okay? okay. What do you think, Scott? I agree with you. 100%. There's many more earthquakes. The, the frequency is increasing. Um, there's so many things are happening. It's just amazing. Now, Ron, who do you think's behind all the earthquakes? Who do you think's behind all the earthquakes, Ron? Who do you think's behind all the earthquakes? I, I don't think uh, I don't think it's uh, I don't think it's God or Satan that's behind the earthquakes. It's just that um, the Earth is waxing old uh, for some reason, um, and um, and things are shifting under the Earth, and these things are happening. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know how much control. Um, uh, let's put it this way: I don't know how much control God's adversary has there. Uh, could they be being caused by human beings and things like that? Actually, uh, are people really wicked enough in these uh, so-called last days that they would actually uh, cause an earthquake to happen by blowing up things under the ocean and causing tsunamis and all that kind of stuff? You know, um, it's been rumored uh, that that that's possible too. You know, right? And um, I don't know what the answer to that is. All I know is are happening. What the cause of it doesn't matter. It's just that the prophecies were that all these upheavals were going to be happening in these last days, and they are happening, no matter what the cause. You see what I mean? Right. Um, Scott, <clears throat> for people who don't know of the Hebrew faith, would you explain to our other listeners that aren't Hebrew uh, why um, the Jewish faith believes in God and not Jesus, like the rest of us. Well, they don't believe that when Jesus came, um, that that was the Messiah. They, they, they're still waiting for the Messiah. And so they're basically going by the Torah, the first six books of the Old Testament, and they're kind of leaving the rest of the Bible out, which is unfortunate. They're missing out on a lot. And, you know, Jesus did come, and he, you know, walked this earth, he, you know, was alive for 32 years, and um, it, it's amazing. And there's no other religious figure in history that, you know, is not in, in the grave today, you know, because Jesus rose from the dead, and he literally proved he was God. And then after he rose from the dead, he walked this earth for another 40 days, and he met with the disciples, and, you know, like, you know, walking through walls and all, you know, I mean, it, it, he's in his glorified body, so, um, you know, it's just amazing, and then he was, you know, and then John's transfiguration went up to heaven, and was witness doing that, and, you know, there's, you know, people that were writing in those times that, mm -hmm. you know, authors, historians that wrote about Jesus, and there's all kinds of historical reference to, you know, the facts, and, it's just amazing, but for some reason, um, it's like they're blinded. It's like they, they didn't 
see the truth at, at the time, and they're still waiting for Jesus to come. And um, he is coming back. Right. That's uh, for sure. Okay, Ron, question goes to you. What is the coming of Jesus? Okay, I would say um, there are many prophecies um, that were fulfilled um, about uh, Christ being the Messiah. Mm. Like that, you know. I mean, um, even before me, I have about over 30 of them. Mm. You know, starting with uh, Genesis and going on to Isaiah and Michael and Daniel, the book of Daniel, and all that. And um, what it is, um, actually, the, uh, uh, the first one that you mentioned, um, like in Genesis 3 15, um, it'll say, and I will put enmity between thee and the woman, and between thy seed and her seed. It shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel. And then uh, Galatians is the fulfillment of that prophecy. Mm -hmm. But when the fullness of time would come, God sent forth his son, made of a woman, made under the law. Um, they say that's the fulfillment of that. But, you know, there's just uh, so many things. It, it talks about uh, the seed of a woman, and then the seed of Abraham, the seed of Isaac, the seed of Jacob. It goes on. Uh, here's another one. Born in Bethlehem. Um, um, this was Micah uh, 5 2. It says, uh, I'm going to say it in plain English. But you, Bethlehem, um, though you be little among the thousands of Judah, yet out of you shall come forth unto me that that who is the ruler in Israel, um, whose going forth has been a cold for everlasting. In other words, that uh, Christ always was, was before he was born here uh, to us in this world. So the fulfillment of that is in um, uh, Luke, the second chapter, verses uh, 4, 5, 7. Um, and it simply says this, and Joseph went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth to uh, Judea, uh, to the city of David, which was called Bethlehem, uh, because he was in the house and then he was David. Um, by the way, both Joseph, who really wasn't Jesus' father, but was sort of like a stepfather, mm -hmm. and, uh, and uh, Mary were, uh, uh, both of them were the lineage of uh, mm -hmm. King David, okay? Thank you, Ron. Now, they were to be packed um, with Mary, who's a child, quite being great to child, in other words, pregnant, almost ready to deliver. It says, and she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in the maze because there was no room for them to be in. That's the fulfillment of the faith, you know, that, um, that, um, that someone would come up. I just had so many of those things uh, before me uh, here, and it would bore it would bore you for me to go through all of them. Mm -hmm. I think it would bore many people, and I'm not going to do that. But there's so many messianic prophecies that have been fulfilled. You know. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Ryan. Um, uh, Scott, this question goes to you. When Jesus returns, what will he find? Well, 
Um, good question. Uh, this world is quite a, a mess right now. And as you know, by just looking at what's in the news and what's going on in the world, I mean, it's just all kinds of craziness out there. <laughs> and, you know, the, the church is, you know, said to be without spot or wrinkle. And we're, you know, we're waiting for him and we're believing that he's coming to to take us home, you know, basically. And, you know, he's prepared a place for us and mm-hmm. we're his bride. And so he's, you know, he's coming for us. And But there's a, a whole bunch of stuff that he's having to deal with in the world and everything in Revelation that, you know, the, the tribulation that's happening is, you know, the seven years fire is, could possibly be happening very soon. I mean, a lot of things that are in the tribulation um, we should be seeing happen, you know, right before us. And there's a lot of very scholarly, um, knowledgeable uh, people, you know, pastors and um, people that you know, know the scriptures very well. They're very well convinced that tribulation could be just right around the corner like within the next 10 years, you know? Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're that close to really seeing things happening right before our eyes. So, um, mm-hmm. the exciting times we live in and the perilous times, too, you know? It's like God's trying to get our attention. Everything in the book of Revelation these things that are happening is God's trying to get our attention. Of course. So you agree, Ron? Yes, I do. Um, uh, another thing on these messianic crosses that I wanted to cover too was that um, um, that the Messiah would be pierced through his hands and his feet, you know. And it, it mentions that in Zechariah uh, 12, 10, um, chapter 12, verse 10, of course. And, um, in, in part it says, And they shall look upon me whom they have pierced. And there's another thing somewhere in Psalms that says they pierced my hands and my feet. Now, this was before crucifixion and all that kind of stuff. You know? And uh, the fulfillment of this one, though, is Zechariah chapter 12, would be in John uh, chapter 20, verse 27. Uh, then he then said to the Thomas, uh, reach over uh, with your finger and behold my hand, you know, like the holes in my hand. And uh, reach your hand and thrust it into my side, you know, with spear one in. And uh, don't be faithless, but be believing, you know. And um, and there's just one more thing here. Um, I noticed it says here that he was buried to the rich. And in Isaiah 53, uh, verse 9, it says, And he made his grave with the wicked and with the rich in his death, because he had done no violence, either was there any seed in his mouth. And the fulfillment of that is in Matthew 27, verse 17-16, in part, where it says, um, uh, There came a rich man, Arathea, um, named Joseph, who also himself was uh, a disciple of Jesus, you know, outside the original 12 disciples. He went 
pilot and slave to the body of Jesus. And then Pilate commanded that the body be delivered to this man. And uh, when he had taken the body, he wrapped it in the cloth and all that, and laid it in the tomb, which he himself had hewn out of rock, and he was a rich man that had to spend. And uh, in other words, he gave up his tomb to, um, to uh, Jesus. And then, and, and, and then rolled a great stone uh, to the door. We know all about that great stone uh, being removed uh, probably by angels, not by Jesus himself, you know, in his resurrection and all that. I'll tell you, there's just a whole bunch of stuff. But getting back to what's happening in the end times and everything, yeah, it's just too striking um, to realize that we are in the last days. All these things are coming to and um, um, I, I believe uh, I believe that uh, when Jesus said who's coming back uh, for us, that it's going to happen. First uh, Thessalonians chapter four, starting with verse thirteen, right through the end of that chapter. Um, for First Thessalonians tells us all about that second coming. You know, um, better than almost any other place um, in Scripture. But anyway. Um, what do you think of that, Scott, or Mike? I agree, man. Um, it's very, it's just spelled out, you know, right there for us. And, you know, we can, you know, there's a lot of books on prophecy that go into in-depth about the prophecies in Revelation and as well as prophecies in the rest of the Bible. And, you know, the amazing thing is that a lot of, like you were talking about the Messianic prophecies, a lot of them were like 700 years prior about the crucifixion and stuff. And when you think about it, how someone is going to predict something like that 700 years prior, like in Daniel, predicting what's going to happen when, when Jesus comes, you know? And and, and everything happened to the feet, you know? It's exactly the way, it, you know, the way you say it was going to happen. And a single one of those prophecies, and I don't know what the number is, Maybe you know, Ron, but how many prophecies there are to us Bible? There's so many of them. So if a single one of them didn't come to pass, then, you know, we could doubt whether the Bible was God's word. But the fact is, every single one has come to pass, and the ones that haven't come to pass, the ones that haven't happened. So it's like, it's absolutely amazing to think that, you know, the chances of every single one coming to pass, even hundreds of years in the it is. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you very much. Um, I like to say, we're going to say the rest is for another podcast. Gentlemen, it's been nice having you on tonight. Um, Scott and Ron, thank you very much for showing up tonight. You're welcome. Well, to be here. And with that being said, we're going to have to wrap it up this evening. It's been great having you, ladies and gentlemen, listen in. Tell your friends to listen in also. With this being said, eat the proper foods, stay in good health, stay safe, and may God bless each and every one of you. God bless our troops. Keep them safe. Good night. Good night, everybody. Thanks for listening. Good night, all. God bless you.